So, Bobby. So, uh, Hunter. Would you like to do a little trick-or-treating? Tis the season. I'm a little, I don't know, that's kind of a baby thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's kind of a baby thing, is it? Yeah, I think. Well, then, if it's such a such a baby thing, you want to go do some big kid stuff? Oh, like throw, throw a TP on Mr. Delbrick's house? Mr. Delbrick. Uh, I, I, even better. Whoa, what's better than T? Whoa, what? What's better than TP Whoa, what's- on Mr. Dilbert's house? I'll tell you what's so GD effing better Whoa. than TP. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't tell on me. Um, uh, I, I'll tell you what's so much effing better. I bet you can't spend a whole night in the old abandoned Wimble shit's house. <laughs> that was that was lightning and me reacting with fright to the lightning. It's okay, Bobby. I can put in. I can put the lightning in post. Okay, are you sure? I can I do it again. I don't know. Hey, I, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, but I kind of try to zhuzh up the beginning part. I can. I can. I can do it again. I can make. No, I can make a really good one. All right. No, let's hear your lightning. Your, it, your lightning sounds like it came a little at the end. That's like a spooky lightning. For Halloween, like the wind, the 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 wind, the wind outside is howling, and the lightning is, uh, lightninging. Yeah. So, are you gonna spend the night in old Windershit's house, or not? Uh, gulp. Um. And then, a, then a kid behind you is like, "Oh no, guys! You know, you remember what happened to Mister Windershit's? He died from." Complicated emotions. How complicated are we talking, Gulp? I'm talking embarrassment, remorse, and jealousy. Whoa. Wow. Some even say he felt ennui. No way. Oh, oh no. See, I knew you were too chicken to stay in Mr. Wondershit's house. No, I'm not. I, I just Yeah, I just it. I just don't want to show off to And then a then a, a cute guy, uh, a very cute guy. Uh you you think he's a cute guy, but he's wearing a ghost costume, just your basic uh <laughs> well no, it's it's a very basic, you know, white sheet with two eye holes cut out. How do I know he's cute then? Uh, you just know. You feel it in your bones. He's giving off waves of cute. Yeah, okay. The ghost ghost costumes he, are pretty adorable, He sounds too. really cute. Ghost costumes are adorable, too. I just want to yeah. say. The little sheet, uh, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Little oh. sheet, very sweet. That's what oh, they yeah. say. And he says, Hey, come on. Quit it. Bobby's brave enough to do it, and I, I'll even do it with him. Well... How's 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 Hunter over here gonna know if 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 he's staying outside all night? How are you even gonna know he didn't, huh? Or are you too chicken to come in and bear witness to? We'll stay we'll stay out here and make sure nobody uh, 
Like, we'll, we'll make sure the cops don't come by. Well, okay. You ready, Brad? <laughs> yeah, Brad, Brad is, Brad just like gives you a fucking, <laughs> gives you a, a, a party rock sign. He, he puts his, his, his pointer and his pinky finger up towards you and oh. he looks really cool doing it. Oh my. Oh, yeah. Brad. You're so brave. Okay, let's go in now. You open the spooky door of the Bobby, what did I tell you? I add I That's add a good sound. sound. No, that's a good one. That's a good sound. <laughs> that's a good no. sound. If that's if that doesn't make the final cut, I'm fucking walking. <laughs> Alright, okay, we can keep it. We can keep it. Um you open the door and the room is all dark and Brad comes forward with his 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 uh, Bart Simpson flashlight that he won from a cereal box <laughs> no but it's uh, it's it's off brand it's not real Bart Simpson they couldn't get the rights it's eat, <laughs> eat pant yeah it's it's the eat pant Bart I feel like an eat pant one would be even more expensive because it would exclusively be bought by shithead millennials like us. I would buy out that whole stock. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Yeah, it, every time he turns the, the flashlight on, it sounds like a a, a, a crunchy call sign from uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl coming through your Wii coming remote. Coming from your Wiimote, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eat pants. So what are we doing in here? This is getting kind of boring. This isn't scary uh, at all. Well, then you look around, and you're 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 in the chamber. You start looking around. You see all this furniture covered in dust, and all these <gasps> cobwebs. And you turn back towards the door, and it slams shut. I thought I closed that behind me. No, you didn't. You left it open because you know it's very dark in here. Oh. Well, we have and it slams shut behind you. Okay. And the 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 Bort Sampson light shuts <laughs> off. I'm actually kind of glad I got tired of it saying that. Brad. Yeah, yeah, Bobby. And I reach out and I I hold his hand. Or do you? <gasps> Brad's hand feels oddly clammy and cold. Is that you, Brad? <clears throat> yeah, is is that you, Bobby? And you pull out your 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 Zippo lighter because it's the '90s and that's all the rage. Those, those kids and their Zippos. Those kids and their Zippos. You pull out your your also off-brand Bort Sampson lighter and you light it up and Brad is taken off the sheet. Oh, Brad. And he's ugly! <gasps> oh, no. Oh, Brad. What? <laughs> oh, Brad. What? I just, it was, it was kind of warm in here. And I, 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 I hold my gun to his head. 
Whoa, and I what? Pull the tr- and I pull the trigger. <laughs> Bobby! Happy, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> um, legally, you were both actually not children. You were both 25. And I kill him with a gun. <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. And welcome to Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games, where we share with you the hidden gems and secret treasures deep within the Itch.io game site. That's right, every week we come out with a little dang old selection of dang old little games that make our dang old little, uh, little eyeballs happy. Yes, sir? Except for this week. This week we specifically chose games that didn't make our eyeballs happy. Yeah, that's kind of the whole idea, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we uh, this week we'll be covering some ugly games that we found, diving on through itch. That's right, and I think I think this is going to be an interesting one. I think so uh, too. At least I'm I'm ex- I'm excited about mine. I actually don't know what you're bringing. So I would like to reveal to you my game, uh, my ugly game that I chose. Uh, this was a. This was a topic that we've had on the board uh, since the inception, and so I've had a lot of time to prepare and build up, and I've had a little list. And always at the top of that list was this game, Be Not Afraid, a.k.a. Seraphim Horror Show. Oh, I do know of this. Oh, you do know of this, this game, do you? This this was on my list of, of things to try out, but I never got to it, so... I'm curious to see how it actually works. Be Not Afraid, a.k.a. Seraphim Horror Show, uh, besides having a, a, a fucking killer name, um, is a hostage game show by and for biblically accurate angels with you as the hostage playing the games. Much like the designs of biblically accurate angels, there are some things that are beyond your comprehension. Oh, good. Yeah, you, so I don't know if kidnapped is the right word to use, but you are definitely there against your will. You begin in a sort of a, in a little hub world, which a little, little side tangent. Um, I love a game with a nice little hub that exists as kind of the start menu, like a little, like a start menu you can walk around in. I love it. I love a main menu you can hang out in, yeah. Yeah, I love a little menu I can run around in, and uh, this one's cool. This one has like a little theater you can walk into to see the credits, and it's got a little oh. gallery. Um, yeah, I, I love little galleries, especially the kind you can walk around in for games. Like I remember, this this is for nobody. I <laughs> I remember having fond memories of like the 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 Bioshock. I think it's the Bioshock Two gallery where you just walk around a little museum. Oh my god. And look at, like, concept art and enemy models. That's precious. I just really like museums, I think, is the thing. I really, really like museums. And the idea of being in a museum in a game always appeals to me. The dev um, 
museum from the the end of fucking Ratched and Clank, uh, Crack in Time. Oh, hell yeah. That was my jam. That was my place to hang after a bad day at school. That shit kicks out. It's just, it's got the vibes I crave. I love a little museum and being able to exist in a museum. Yeah! Right? Oh, man. You think, do you think there's like a speakeasy museum? Like a museum of speakeasies and it is a speakeasy? Oh, there has to be. Oh, fuck. That'd be cool that as hell. fucking own. A little secret entrance museum. That'd be fucking killer. Yeah. Just like a, a, a Easter egg in real life. Yeah. Um, but it, that's a very small part of the game. You know, it's 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 yeah. a small little theater that shows the credits and a, a, a one-room gallery of displayed enemy models that you unlock after you beat the game. So the the game proper, the real like sell of the game, other than this conceptual idea of an angel game show, is uh, that you are playing through these sort of uh, Mario Party esque competitive mini games. Okay, so yeah, that combined with just the aesthetic, this looks like WarioWare. It it, it is it is a it is WarioWare themed around a hostage game show. Um, so you play through these mini games and they're all pretty simple there's a, a typing game there's a um uh control your descent game like a you're reaching in to a a, a very long corridor of um like venus fly traps and you're trying to avoid the carnivorous plants um there's a a 3d pac-man sort of like a run away from the cherubs and track down uh, uh, an angel with with codes that you need, and all of this is fine. Uh, you know that would be that'd be fine as a game already, but it also has the mechanic that all of the angels and the angels realm are incomprehensible to human eyes, and after sixty seconds of viewing these angels, you will perish. Like you're, you'll you'll just fully lose your mind. And so you have to keep finding these, uh, I don't remember what they're called, these like sanity tokens that will give you 60 more seconds of keeping your marbles together. And your goal is essentially to complete and win this game show and also try to escape. And that's the whole of the game. Now, why I'm the reason I brought this game to uh, this particular um, outing is that the visual design of this game is incredibly off-putting in a very purposeful way. Um, all of the angels have these designs like, um, they look like the witches and the, the witch labyrinths in uh, Madoka Magica. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what that is. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, these creatures and landscapes, they're all cobbled together from contrasting elements taken from different images uh, yeah, def- this has a very collagey art style. Yeah, it's very collage. Uh, I I kept trying to find what this design ethos is called. Um, the best I could come up with uh, searching through forums was a mid-era internet weird core. Uh, there's like lots of eyeballs, lots of wings, lots of lots of uh, marble statues. But yeah, it looks like all these angels are just statues that have some like weird element photoshopped onto them they're yeah they're they're all wild all over the place designs and the landscape 
that you interact with is no different. It is all uh, cobbled together, collaged uh, into this uh, disorienting, um, hard-to-look-at imagery that matches the game very well. There's one with extremely fucked up eyes that I hate looking at. Yeah, the angel designs are fucking bananas. They're they're wild and they're hard to look at and uh everything in this game is very ugly on purpose. Um though to call it ugly on purpose seems uh, a little diminutive to the design because it, it there's definitely more going on. There is a lot going on that makes this game look not just ugly but very cool. It's about creatures where there's a literal mechanic that if you look at them for too long, you go insane. So it it fits. Um, otherwise, it's a very fun, very funny game. Everyone involved with the game show, all of the different types of angels, they're all very sardonic uh, and, and glib in their uh, their commentary, all except for the other competitor who is just so darkly resigned to his spinning on a hamster wheel existence until he finally gives up the ghost and his fucking face explodes. Oh, that's good. It's it's really good. And the angels are just like, ew. <laughs> Moving on. It's it's really good. Um Yeah, this whole thing has a very shit posty vibe to it, just looking It at is. It. it is very shit posty. And there are like three moments in the game where you try to leave and they're like, oh, all right, yeah, you can go ahead and leave. They even put up like the the exit this way signs from Portal to guide you. Oh, my you. God. And they're like, oh, that's not the way you leave, you dumb piece of shit. You stupid piece of garbage. Fuck Fucking you. Fucking got him. And, they're like, and there's so many ways that this game tries to fuck with you. There's um, there's a there's a part later on where it like combines all the mechanics of all the minigames into a maze. Uh, and you're, you have to like find a key, avoid the seraphim, uh, yeah, you have to get past uh, these cherubs where you have to type past them or you have to uh, shake your screen free of carnivorous plants. And there's one room just sectioned off by itself in the maze that you can go into with a giant prize wheel. And as soon as you enter, they're like, oh, you found the secret prize room. Spin the wheel, win your prize. And you spin the wheel. And all while this is happening, your timer is ticking down. Oh no! And you're just, and the wheel just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And I wasted like two whole fucking minutes waiting for it to stop spinning. And I tried to leave, and it's like, oh, but wait! If you leave now, you won't get your prize. It's so close. And so I stayed oh, for another no. minute, and the the wheel never stopped, Bobby. Oh, that's fucking mean. It's <laughs> there's a there's another room in that maze that you go into. That it's just this like beautiful stained glass, uh, cylindrical room. It feel it looks like one of those, uh, dreamlike ephemeral rooms you would fight heartless in in uh the first uh, the first and second Kingdom Hearts. Like, oh God! It looked like that room, and when you entered, a new kind of music would be playing. That room has nothing to do with solving the maze. That slaps though. That that room has absolute like there's nothing in that room. That's all it is. It's just a room for you to be like, oh, and it's just a weird looking room. And they do it on purpose. They put it at the opposite end of where you started at in the maze. So you're like, 
oh well if some, so something's supposed to happen exit. i must have i must have missed something or like maybe maybe i need to wait or explore no that room has, serves no purpose but other than to distract you and and tick your 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 seconds away oh i love that this game's great it hates you and it's ugly and it's great i love me some mean level design let me tell you <laughs> The, the I levels. love it when a, when a level designer just goes, hey, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just really fun. Uh, I I had a couple other games that I could have chosen from, but I feel like I've been bringing lately either very big games or games that were tied to a bigger concept. And so I, I wanted to bring this. It's a little bite-sized, like an hour to two hours depending on how good you are. Uh, it's it's a neat little experience. I really liked it. It was fun. The music fucking slaps. The The music is by Fackle, and it fucking bumps. I like that name, Fackle. Fackle's a good name. It's a good name for a musician. And, yeah, that's that's all I've got to say. It's uh, it's fun. It's, it's, a, it's a cool, fun game. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, all the characters talk... Like how uh, uh, characters talk in um, Banjo-Kazooie with those, like, modulated grunts. <laughs> yeah, but instead of, like, character voices and character grunts, they're, like, snippets that... Uh, I don't even know how to describe them. Like, one of them, all of the character, like, uh, noises are a quarter of a second snippets from different parts of, like, an organ piece. Oh shit! It sounds fucking wild. Um, there's a part where you hunt a demon. It's and you have to play a bullet hell to drill out the demon's eyes. Oh fuck yeah! It's a, it's a cool fucking game. Um, this owns. Yeah, it, it, this game owns bones, and that's "Be Not Afraid," aka Seraphim Horror Show, by Autumn Rain. It uh, it came out in 2020. It is 4.99 on itch.io. Uh, if you have the Ukrainian bundle, it's in there. Go give her a look see. Hell yeah, that sounds like quite a damn time. And it's only yeah, five bucks, dang. Yeah. Seems like a good deal for a good good little good little mini game adventure. It's it's a good game worth supporting. Hell and, yeah. And speaking of good games worth supporting, Bobby, I'm so curious as to what you brought to the table. Okay. So I'm gonna be kind of all over the place here because I started out looking into this dude called Yames. They're very small. They make very tiny games. Uh, mostly, most of them are like 20 minutes to completion. Uh, I've played a lot of them. Just like free free little um, graphical adventure games or visual novels or something. But yeah, you can, you, can beat most, you can beat most of these in less than half an hour. Most of them are free or pay what you want or like a dollar or something. And so I kind of want to use my game to just talk about this dev as a whole now because um i must interject we've talked about this dev before haven't we they did the 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 growing my grandpa game right was that them hold on i'm looking at their page might... and at the very top is growing my grandpa is that the same growing my grandpa that you brought holy shit hold on I need to. Ch I actually need to check this because I had not made that. Con I I had thought this. This seems a lot like uh, <laughs> this person. I just never put it together. I'm looking at Yames. Yames games. 
What the fuck, man? Ah, uh, Bobby. This is the same dev, man. Bobby, you're double dipping. I'm okay, but hold on. Okay, but hold on. <laughs> because th this is actually really good. Because I was really sad that I wouldn't just get to talk about growing my grandpa because that <laughs> game would have been perfect for this week. Um, and so let me tell you about Water Womb World. Oh, I hate it, Bobby. Please talk to me about Water Womb World. So, Water Womb World takes place in, I think, the future. It's not really clear. It might just be like, you know, a magical realist version of our our current world. Where they, you know, have like fantastical undersea, like... Oh, God, Bobby, this looks ugly as hell. It is ugly this as is hell. This is crunchy so, and shitty and ugly, and it looks so, really good. Basically, you are a theological scholar, uh, like studying, specifically studying like the Old Testament, like you are an, ang an agent of the Catholic Church, like researching biblical history. And there's this uh, popular school of thought in theology right now that the site of man's descent from uh, paradise you know, the site of uh, the Garden of Eden is currently at the bottom of the ocean. The uh, the blurb that comes up on, on the game as you're scrolling through uh, his game library uh, is uh, Water Womb World, Aqua Catholicism, Explore Man's Original Sin Under the Sea. Yeah. Which and, it fucking uh, owns. It owns bones, dudes. It's it's so good. So the the whole game, and again, it's like fifteen minutes, is just you like studying fish and like whatever you find on the ground, and just like studying all these ancient artifacts. I don't know. It's a very short game. I don't know how much more I want to say beyond that. Aside from just like, I just love this dude's writing, man. <laughs> He just, he's just really, really fucking good at horror prose. Like, he, I mean, he's like Lovecraft, but without all the, you know, bullshit. All, all of the, yeah. um, it, all of the, it was too horrible to describe. Yeah. Like the, he, and, and he's very good at com combining his really crunchy visuals. Like, which like, yeah, they're, they're almost like these. I don't know, semi-photorealistic. Like, they, they look like photos taken on a Game Boy camera, right? Yeah, I'm looking at his other work, and it really... It's it's extremely evocative how grainy... Yeah, really, really grainy. Like, they, they look like really grainy, like, downgrades of some really high-fidelity, fidelity, like, photos, but just, like, crunched up and, and put into a... I don't know yep. through a pixel filter. Yeah, they look like if you if you ported the Wii Photo Channel to like a fucking Amiga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is really cool because in 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 another one of his games, um, the Well, it does this really cool thing where hidden inside of like the the pixel shading, you can see like runes and uh, sigils, like burned into the image itself. Be because interesting and like some of these are really subtle and uh yeah he's just really good at um i don't know he's just very good at conveying madness 
and the the descent towards like the kind of mental unwellness that that you see resulting from like these cosmic horror type encounters you know the kind of insanity that lovecraft and poe and all all the all the greats of horror just love writing about he's really good at just like making you feel that and i know that that's such a i don't know that feels like kind of a cop out i mean no i like his his writing is extremely evocative no this these games make my animal brain uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) i'm particularly drawn towards uh i'm looking at the library his game discover my body discover my body is also very good it's very loud and very upsetting (laughs) and very funny (laughs) (laughs) it looks very upsetting it looks like a a futuristic, but futuristic in the way that, like, the Ghost in the Shell anime was futuristic, where, like, all the technology can do very cool things, but it still looks like clunky fucking CRT TV monitors and, uh, like, clunky tan fucking IBM plastic. No, and that's that's another aesthetic that he captures really well, because, like, that that's also just, like... The entire aesthetic for Water Womb World it is just like the the interior of the uh, of the submarine is like something out of Alien, basically. Oh God! There's a sequel to Discover My Body called Discover Our Bodies, and it looks even. Oh no! I never. Grodier. I never. I never played that. Oh no! This one looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. This man. Uh, God, dude, this dude's just, he's just a master of horror. There, I fucking said it. You heard it here first, folks. Not to get too political, but Yames, uh, kind of good. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, dude. Okay, so Water Womb World also has angels. Um, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't going to say it, but it is interesting that we both went out looking for the ugliest games we could find, and each of us went away with deeply religious texts. Yeah, uh, religious trauma, baby. Yeah, those those angels are, uh, the moment the angels come into the story, uh, genuinely made my blood run cold the first time. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anymore. I can't. Okay. <laughs> you, you have to play yeah. these games for yourself. Uh, Goddamn, Bobby, you just, water- you just had to bring games you can't talk about too much. Yeah, but... Fuck, man. I just love them <laughs> so much. I mean, just just looking at these now, like, fuck, I, these look really good. Yeah, The Well also has a very fun mechanic where it's all controlled by a single button input. I do like that. Uh, it's all uh, Z. There's a cat petting minigame in it, which... Uh, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, until oh, fuck no. <laughs> I can't stop petting the cat. Um, the cat is very unhappy. No comment. Oh God, no, Bobby! No comment. I'm not commenting on the cat. I I do really like the idea that uh, <laughs> when we we went out looking for uh, ugly games, games that would be repulsive to the the mind and eye, and my uh, my Bapt- my Southern Baptist trauma uh, gave me a game where all religious figures around you are extremely hostile towards you and your Catholic trauma gave you 
just an absolute sea of horrors. Yeah, an absolute sea of madness. So like the <laughs> And I'm I'm gonna try to talk in as broad a stroke as possible here. Um This boy's stroking broad. Oh yeah, baby. Um the insanity that the the protagonist in a water womb world goes under is really fun because it is a religious euphoria. Like he is being vindicated in everything that he he had hoped to find. A religious person goes to this exotic, strange place. Spoilers, I guess. And uh, we've already talked about growing my grandpa. It's, yeah, the 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 magnum opus of growing my grandpa. It really fuck. It really is. All this is to come back around to say fucking play growing my grandpa <laughs> it's what's so- old is new again no because i i hadn't finished it then i finished it now fucking play growing my grandpa guys <laughs> you, you heard the man it is uh gnarly and upsetting and i don't think i'm the same person after <laughs> after delving into this man's work it's very sweet and very sad well, sweets, sweets, uh, I'm using that, that kind of liberally. It's, <laughs> it is sentimental. It is. Yeah. Very bitterly so, but yeah. God damn it, Bobby. I guess I gotta fucking play it now. I said I'd play it before and I haven't. If, if this game is good enough to bring fucking twice. Yeah, it really is. And I didn't even mean to. It's just that fucking good that it stayed in my mind. Odd subconsciously directing me to pick all right i guess i gotta fucking play this game well there you go i'm glad i did actually get to bring this game because it's what i wanted to talk about and that's the important part bobby don't ever don't ever bring a game you don't want to talk about hell yeah let me tell you i played a lot of games for this one i found a lot of games that i do not want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) would you care to talk about them uh so there was they grew lungs and drowned yeah, I remember you talking to me about this. Uh, that was a game that I was kind of interested in. This game and the way you described it, it reminds me of a, there was like a, there was a tweet that I really liked that was like, um, modern horror online is like a caption that says, and then they were all there and no one was here. And it's a picture of a hallway with a little guy's arm sticking out. Very much like that. Yeah. Like the whole game is basically it's an LSD dream emulator like. Oh shit. All uh, right. Except this one is linear, which I mean, I think that's really what killed it for me. Is it's it's trying to be directed while giving off the vibe of being like, you know, a directionless like explorey thing. Yeah. And I don't know. The whole thing just felt kind of Yeah. It's funny you say that. I this is a perfect transition. I, in searching for my ugly game, uh, played LCD Dream Escalator. That's good. Um, and it, I, I ended up not bringing it because at the end, uh, I just found the design so endearing. Um, I don't think it's really ugly. I think it's just low poly. Um, that was a fun one. Uh, I also don't have much to say about that one. It's, it's much like you described, just a kind of dreamlike exploring game. Yeah, there's just not much to say about those. Yeah, I mean, it's. I really enjoyed my time with it. Uh, it was neat. 
Um, the, <laughs> there, there was a guy in it. There was a, a, J, a JPEG of a guy dancing, and he had a shirt on. And I think the shirt said party, um, and I really like that. That's cool. I want a shirt that says party. Fuck, I love a shirt that says party. Fuck yeah. Oh, I also played uh, Vitreous, which I didn't bring because it's literally three minutes long. It's like an old Atari 2600 game is what the graphics remind me of, where you're on a boat and you fall off the boat and you swim through some water and then you encounter an eye, like a very big eye, and that's the game. Okay. Uh, There's no like sound design whatsoever. It's just the visuals. Um, It's like three minutes long. So I didn't have too much to say about it, but it was neat. I liked it. Well, neat. Yeah, it was spooky. Very cool. And that's also uh, free, I think. Yeah. Ooh. And also, have you been playing Scorn? I, my, you know my computer broke. That's true. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've been playing these things on my laptop. My laptop can't handle Scorn. Yeah. How is Scorn? Uh, it's good. It looks Pu- good. The puzzles uh piss me off sometimes, and the combat takes some getting used to because it's basically like Silent Hill oh. uh, combat, but in first person. Oh. Like old, old Silent Hill combat in, fir- oh. in first person. Silent Hill Resident Evil combat, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it takes a whole lot of getting used to, but like for what it is, it's all right. Yeah, it looks but fun. Like it looks the, the, well designed. You come to this game for the vibes, and the vibes are immaculate <laughs> and very grody. I feel like I need to take a shower whenever I finish playing this game, like whenever I finish the session. It does look disgusting. It looks gross and grody. It's nasty. The uh, so your the first like gun you get is like this jackhammer thing. That's like a melee weapon. Uh huh. There, there's like this animation that plays whenever you kill an enemy with it where like the jackhammer like piston thing gets stuck inside them. Oh, shit. Have to like you have to like stop what you're doing to fish it out or like try to wriggle it out. And it's uh, it's gnarly. <laughs> and this Jesus. is just like this is just like an animation that can play like any time you kill an enemy, basically. <laughs> God damn. And it it makes me it makes me upset and want to cry every time. <laughs> That's all I need from a game. I need more games that make me upset and want to cry. Oh, there's plenty of those, Bobby. Play League of Legends. I have to play League of Legends. <laughs> well, if that's your reaction, I think you know it's going to make you mad and cry. In other news, that's... yeah. What's up um, with you? Uh, in other news, uh, just a few days after we posted that last episode. There was an announcement. Oh, that's right. The A Game By Its Cover Jam is officially started. A Game By Its Cover 2022. Yeah, and we didn't actually discuss what that meant for us. For us, covering this jam is going to be a little tough because they always they always have a, a due date, but they almost always extend it a little bit because uh, it is... In case you didn't listen to the last one, an anti-crunch, anti-overworking, um, very pro uh, mental health game jam. The super casual, 
where, as I, as I spoke about in the last episode, the games are to be inspired by the My Famicase exhibition, an art exhibition where people from all over the world design uh, Famicom game cartridges, and this, uh, this game jam is meant to turn those fictitious cartridges into real games. Um, and this year, it was a little late, and they explained it in the, the, the video, this game jam is a little late because things are a lot right now, and so the theme this year is a lot. I really like all of the uh, My Famicase submissions this year, and so I'm very excited to see what games get created. I would love to cover this uh, game jam, Bobby, if you if you would be so inclined. No, it'd be fun to do like a similar thing we did to the Wholesome Direct where we just we each pick five that we liked or something like that. That'd be a good idea. Um, supposed to end on November 15th. So let's say not next episode, but the episode after. Let's cover the Game By Its Cover Jam. Hell yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, if you look, uh, if you just look up a Game By Its Cover uh, it'll come up on Google, and you can, if you'd like, you can join the Discord. And the Discord's full of people who are talking about making games, what kind of games people want to make, looking for teams to help cobble a game together. Lots of people who are like, oh, I, I'm really good at art, but I can't program, or oh, I, I, I make music, but I don't really want to make a game. Um, and Bobby, I have an idea for us. I posit that we should not only cover the a game by its cover jam we should participate i was actually just about to ask <laughs> now me and bobby i don't think between the twixt of us uh we have um uh, even a chicken's summation of uh programming skills uh w- would you say that's accurate i think so yeah but between the twixt of us i do know you and i do have uh, a pretty decent amount of experience with tabletop role-playing games and writing yeah i think and you know with uh game developers tools um being what they are being as you know widely accessible and uh readable as they are i think i think we could make this a reality you know with only the slightest learning curve like not not too bad right right uh, in case I didn't say so, the Game Jam accepts not just video games, but uh, paper games. Um, it also accepts artwork, like works of art, sculptures, paintings. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, it accepts whatever. Okay. I think you and I could each make our own one-page TTRPG. I mean, I was legitimately thinking maybe just writing a, about writing a short story. That'd be fun. But also... An interactive short story. That sounds even better. But I digress. But I digress. We'll uh, we'll think about it. We'll we'll talk about it, and we'll have more info on the next episode. Yes, I believe we have something left. Uh, yeah, we have a uh, we have a few things left. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this was uh this was a fun one. Um, and I'm really excited about the next two weeks to give y'all uh more updates and coverage on the. A game by its cover jam. Uh, we'll definitely be doing something, um, and we'll we'll update you on what that something is next episode and the episode after. That is what the something will be. Hell yeah! Sounds like a plan. 
Uh, last week, I made a boo-boo, and uh, I would like to rectify. Um, our theme music is Busy Busy by Twinkle Park, not the other way around. Um, I feel like a fool. You are a fool. I am a fool. Thank you, Twinkle Park. Uh, it's uh, They make some great music. Uh, she's killer. Go check her out. We try to put out an episode every other Thursday, so uh, keep an eye out for that. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcast, what have you, any other podcatcher should do. And if you liked what we had to say, you liked the stuff we did, uh, give us a little share, if you don't mind. Yeah, tell, tell your friends. Uh, tell, you, tell your mom. I told my mom. I haven't told my mom. My mom doesn't she listen doesn't to us. She doesn't know what podcasts are. My mom listens to my other podcasts. She doesn't listen to this one. This one's too special. This one's too, this one's too precious. And yeah, we do have one final piece of business. Um, Bobby, would you like to explain what that business is while I go about the business? Yes, sir. You see here, right there, that there's a wheel. Around these parts, we take a wheel with little little categories and whatnot on them. We spin it around, and we pick one from on there based on what spins. Uh, or spin land, you sure what? Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that about covers it. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we, we have a list of topics that we put on a wheel and we spin the wheel and whatever we land on, that's what we bring next that week. That is basically what I said. That is basically what you said, but not in cowboy speak. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> and spin! Spinning the wheel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is yeah, so spin. perfect, Bobby. Cowboys? No, it's not cowboys. But this is perfect because this next weekend I'll be making a trip uh, back to Waco so that we can both be in the same room for A Night with the Boys. Woo! Oh, hell Baby. yeah. We're going to be bringing in some some nice little couch co-op games, Some maybe some, some competitive boys night games oh shit this will be fun fuck dude i'm so excited bring your bring your popcorn and your maybe a a, a little bit of beer that you stole from your dad's cupboard and a little bit of the police because that's not legal that's not legal how could you we cannot uh, uh, you made you made bobby bring the police into this i hate police me too man i didn't want to do it i didn't want to be a narc but you forced our hand I'm really excited. I have some fun fucking games picked out for a night with the boys. Oh, uh, shit. This sounds, this seems very fun. I have not looked at any yet, but I do love me some couch co-op. Let me tell you. All right. Well, uh, I have been your, your ugly little itchy fella, Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. And we've been two, two itchy, itchy boys. boys. Boom. Fuck yeah. I'm ugly. Yeah.